It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the show in the zone, the only local afternoon sports show doing what we do. We love hearing from you. Text in 50857. Right now, let's head down the line and chat with Zach Blobner, one half of the J&Z show from noon to 3 p.m. on WDAE in Tampa. At Zach on the mic is how you can find him on social. Zach, the final week of the fantasy fix. Am I right about this? Well, for this season. You can never keep us quiet for too long. Uh, Yeah, we're wrapping up early this year. You know, we found a lot through our five seasons together on the Fantasy Fix. And one of those things is that the last few weeks of the year are honestly not great for us to be on air because you don't have as many people playing. You're down to a couple teams in each league. They're the, you know, championship teams. So they already know who they're playing starting. Um, And we do a lot of looking ahead, which is still fun for us. Don't get me wrong. But we're so heavily built on interactions that, you know, you and I can still do our thing, but we don't get that same kind of family football feel that we do during our other fantasy fix shows. I'm going to give you the same the same chat you gave me when I said that to you three weeks ago, and uh, I think you're going to be surprised. A lot of our listeners, um, they're they're locked in. They listen to our advice all year, which means they probably, if they unless they've been dealing with bad injuries, are in the playoffs and. Uh, this is when you need people the most. I'm over here. I threw out a poll. Okay. I threw out a poll. Okay. I threw out a poll question. Uh, uh-huh. I think this is the first time I've done this all year because I'm I'm uh, I'm entering into a panic mode situation about what to do in the Superflex League that you, me, and Tazi play in. I've got Geno Smith and Desmond Ritter, and I need to make a decision. I've been starting Geno all year, but he's going up against the Niners. I don't like it. That's the one matchup that scares me in the NFL. You still start Geno, 100%. I love Desmond it's, Ritter, though. He's on a team that's going to run the ball a thousand times. I mean, and he's a rookie. He hasn't played yet. It's what? This isn't a real thing. You're kidding. I also have Brock You're starting Geno I also have Brock Purdy. Uh, eh, all right, that's interesting. I don't know. I'd still probably lean Geno, but that's a close one. Definitely not Ritter. Um, do you think I should just go with whatever the poll says? Should I do that? Just put it on the people? No. Uh, I think <laughs> that we have a role in our fantasy fix. Uh, we have a bunch of mottos, but one of them is like, don't go away from your guys when you get to the playoffs. Yeah. And that would mean playing Geno Smith. Also, shame on you for shaming me for saying, you know, there's not going to be as many questions at the end of the year here. You said it three weeks ago. I'm just, I was just getting for playoff spots. I'm just getting ahead of the curve. You know, I'm a man ahead of my time. You know so, what? Yeah, start Desmond Ritter. Go for that. Do that. Since we're talking about shaming people, we were making fun of you on the air yesterday, as you were as you were lighting me up yesterday morning, bemoaning the fact that you hate fantasy football. Uh, I'm so mad. Uh, I have I have sent probably hundreds of texts in the last three days because I got edged out of the playoffs in my my big league. Because of a tie, 
And it wasn't that I tied. It was the guy that got in front of me. Even though he's the lowest point scorer in the league over the course of the entire year, he had his best week and scored first most in points this past weekend. I had this. I'm not doing this, dude. I'm very angry about it. Enough to the point where I'm like, why am I playing fantasy football? Look, I understand there's a lot of luck. I'm a gambling dude. Like, I get it. Like, I understand that. Yeah. My issue is when you have a top six team and you put out a really good last week to get into the postseason and you don't lose because of bad luck. You lose because of a uh, a just I don't even know what to call it. A tie, obviously, but it's. It's just ridiculous. It's semantics. It shouldn't happen. Tazi, do you have um, a tiny violin you could play for? Uh, you tiny, brought it a up. A little tiny violin you could play for Zach. I mean, uh, look, I got other leagues. I got other shots at the title. I'm just, I'm upset right I now. I mean, I missed happen. in our Superflex league. I should have been the league's highest point scorer. I lost by four points to a yeah, team that didn't make the playoffs. You're still, but you're still in the playoffs. Well, I got to buy too. Okay, <laughs> but it only, up. it only paid. It only pays off if I run the table after this bond. Oh my god! It would have been nice to get the money back. That's champagne yeah, problems. Imagine not making it into the postseason, and I have no chance at anything. I'll do you one better, Zach. I finished tied for sixth last year in my keeper league. Six teams make the playoffs. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I missed because they had more points, and I kept track of what I would have done in the postseason. Would have blitzed everybody. No, you never do that. Never do that. You never pay attention to what your team would do in the playoffs. Well, I had a fool's errand. The roster was stacked. Let's get into some real talk here because you guys are making me sad. I hate this. Okay. Um, The Bucks make you feel better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Would you classify this week as sky is falling radio on your end? No. Because you already Uh, because the sky had already fallen, or where are we at with this? This Bengals game doesn't matter. San Francisco loss hurt. Listen, before they played the 49ers, I told everybody, I go, you know what the San Francisco game is? It's still having a good shot to be the three seed versus being stuck at the four seed. They got their ass kicked, but even if they would have lost by one point, it's the same situation. The Cincinnati game doesn't matter this weekend, nor does really the Arizona game. All they got to do is go two and one somehow in the last three games. Really four if you count Cincinnati, but nobody's expecting them to beat the Bengals. They got to win two out of their last three. They'll back into the postseason. They'll host a playoff game. And then, you know what? We can figure it out from there. I don't necessarily think they're going to go on a deep run, but getting your butt kicked by the 49ers doesn't change the expectation of it being a playoff team. You're just going to be the four versus the three. And down the stretch here, even with the Bengals, even if the Bengals and Cardinals beat the Bucs, they can still finish 2-0 and and get into the playoffs. Like, yeah, the division's that bad. Your assumption that they're just going to win the division no matter what, I think, is, is incorrect. The Panthers are playing far superior football to the Bucks right now. All right. Yeah, gonna, play, play, go ahead, go ahead. Place your faith in the Carolina Panthers. I got 30, bucks. I got 30 bucks on it. NFC South champions. I'm not even asking. I'm telling you, it already the bet has already been placed. Yeah, you said it was a value bet, but if all the values were created equal, I don't think you would have placed that. I think you were placing it based on the return. No, it's a va- it is a value investment to make it now rather than waiting yeah. for the the Panthers to beat the Steelers and the Bucks to lose to the Bengals. So I'm just trying to get ahead of it. But yeah, we're looking at a we're looking at a a tie in the division with the Panthers holding the edge at the end of this weekend if things go the way that they're supposed to. And I uh, just, yeah, I think you're being a little presumptuous, is all. 
the problem is is not only do you have to bank on the Bucks losing multiple games, you have to bet on you have to bet on the Panthers winning multiple games. I'm not ready to do that. I'm not ready to say that both are likely to happen. Sure, maybe one happens, and maybe it's the Bucks losing multiple games. I just I, the Panthers aren't good either. Like I'm not going to sit here and talk like the Bucks are a great football team, but I'm also not ready to start crowning Carolina like you and so many are. It's it's. It's going to work itself out. I and, be- again, I'm not going to be confident in the Bucks, but the Panthers are not good. They're not a good team. I've been with Zach's train of thought that uh, the Bucks will just win it by default and then maybe they can find some magic in the playoffs. But the flip side is how much more fun Pan- the Panthers are. And since they fired Matt Rule, they've sort of created a new identity. I like Foreman, Sam Darnold, suddenly 2-0. and And then Ritter, if he could just surprisingly give the Falcons a spark, like, those teams are more interesting. I think we, f- by now, do know who the Bucks are, and they'll just That's disappoint us. That's not true, us. though, because if Tom Brady's in the postseason, you're going to watch him every single time. It's the most interesting storyline in the NFL because he's the goat. So, like, I get where you're coming from, but they're you know outside of having a dog in the fight, every single person that's a football fan would choose to have Tom Brady in the postseason so, over the Panthers or ugly to watch, though. That, That's the difference. I mean, star power-wise, rating, TV ratings, the interest of my wife in watching playoff games, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Tom Brady far surpasses anything the Panthers or Falcons could deliver. But in terms of watching a football team that has juice, juice. the Bucks have no juice whatsoever. They have, they have names. They have, they have names that are famous that are playing bad football across I the board. I understand that. And listen, I get where you guys are coming from. At the end of the day, as bad as the Bucks have been all year, and as inconsistent as the good things they've had in their football life have been, they're still way, well, not way, but they're still above the other teams in win-loss column. So, like, to sit here and act like the Bucks are just so bad and it's the Panthers to lose and they're going to catch them, or maybe if Ritter, like, they have awful win-and-loss records, too, worse than the Bucks. It's so, hard to trust any of them. And, and right. again, it's about playing Tom Brady in that scenario. It's a, then it's right? about yeah, it's about playing your best football at the right time. But like, no, none of them are playing great football. They just, I mean, I know, I know the Panthers are playing better, but like, I don't know. Yeah, Listen, I the NFC South great. sucks. They all suck. They all suck. <laughs> the Bucks just suck. don't look very close to turning the corner right now. And, there, the and, and I think you know what I would like to interject. Disagree. What I would interject into this is where the Panthers made moves. They fired their coach. They changed quarterbacks. And, and you see things. Yeah, I'm not, and somehow that helped. <laughs> uh, it, somehow it helped both teams. Uh, so they, they've changed things, and it worked. The Falcons are trying to change things. We'll see on Sunday if it works for them going to Ritter. The Bucks are just... I mean, and this is probably the biggest conversation you guys have every day in Tampa, is it just seems like every week... Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles, and the crew over there just banging their heads against the wall. It's like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing every week and expecting a different result. So so, so a few things there. First of all, I hate that cliche because that's not actually the definition of insanity. Look it up. It's not actually what it is. But that's not the point. <laughs> but the I point think Einstein is, said that, though. Even better. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> the point is, though, is that you're both right and wrong. You're right in the fact that the box are not changing things and they're doing things and they're still bad 100 i won't argue with them coaching is awful in tampa bay it, the staff is not doing a good job and there's certainly blame to go on players at different points for different reasons but the whole year the coaching staff has let this team down in my opinion injuries haven't helped but every team has them now on the flip side you said that the panthers and the falcons are quote-unquote making moves every person in atlanta 
for weeks has said they're not going to go from Mariota to Ritter. And I know Mariota now is what he's on the IR like for the rest of the year. I think that was just kind of to push him there. They said they weren't going to make a change unless they thought they were out of the playoff contention. They've made the change. They're not doing it because they think they have a better chance to win games with Ritter than Mariota this year. They're doing it because they want to get Ritter reps. So they didn't make a change to win or win the division. And the Panthers certainly didn't fire Matt Rule and trade McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson to win games. Right, now, but, they, but it worked. But they, but they well, are. And I'm, to win but games. it worked. That wasn't well, what they it did for. But it worked it, in terms of not, it. It turned. No, it turned. No, they're turning the culture no, around. And I'll give you. I'll give no, you the Falcons. I have no, not making moves. To Matt win. Rule had to go. I, CMC. <laughs> that's more of a coincidence oh than letting Foreman be the ground and pound guy. You guys are driving me crazy. I don't I have any faith that the Falcons are going to win the division, for the record. I will not be slamming my fist on the to. table for that. They're not trying to. The definition of insanity is the state of being seriously mentally ill. Madness. <laughs> Correct. Well, that yeah. just doesn't sound as cool, though. It's the worst cliche in sports. It drives me crazy, <laughs> Brandon. People are like, that's the definition of insanity. I'm like, nope, you heard that once in your life, and you've heard it regurgitated. And that is not it's the a saying, of Zach. It's a colloquialism. You can't use the definition of and be like, it's a saying. That's You're, part of the saying. Oh, my God. It's not I, an I actual saying. Nobody Am says I this. crazy pills? This is the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of insanity. I think you're misreading the situation. Can you What's tell? Insane is thinking that the Panthers are trying to win <laughs> freaking the division. Like, I guarantee you. If you asked Tepper, the owner of that team right now, if he would rather the Panthers lose out and get that top 10 pick or win and have a playoff game, he would take the top 10 pick. That's well, the they're winning too many games. For, they're winning too many games for that. I mean, somebody the has to. They're trying to win. Somebody I mean, has to win that division. Trying to win. They're trying to win on the field. That's why they're still competing. What Tazi just said, what do you think the odds are on that? Is like a minus 250 that somebody wins the division? Somebody actually wins the division. <laughs> somebody wins the division. Can I you... want to know what your text line is like right now. What is the audience? How bad does the audience hate me right now? Because I'm just the most negative person in the world at this exact moment. Uh, we're just still getting fantasy questions. Um, oh, fantasy so... and Zion. I appreciate that. <laughs> Can you tell me how in the world the Bucks are favored by three and a half points in this game? Can you give me the positive Bucks? They're not. You're spin? looking at the linebacker. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They're, they're three and a half dogs. That, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Why they're only three and a half point underdogs in this game? Because I see a, a massive gap between the two, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to continue with my bashing of the Bucks. I'm I genuinely want to know because I mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Bengals going. You know, I'm ready to place the wager, but there's a reason the line is sitting there. Why is there this sort of odds maker confidence that the Bucks can keep this game close? I there's no logic. Okay. It doesn't make sense. The only the only thing is is they're at home and you have Tom Brady and what are the chances of a Tom Brady led football team getting blown out two weeks in a row? Um I said before the line came out that I would have put it at like six or seven at minimum. And then after it came out, I was like, oh, it's definitely going to get up to six or seven. And it hasn't. It's stayed at three and a half all week. So yeah. it's odd. It doesn't make sense. You know, but that's Vegas does stuff like this, man. And they just know stuff we don't. I don't know yeah. why the Lions were favored by a point against Minnesota, but clearly they had that knocked. Lions There's are been balling. Other ones. They nearly beat Minnesota on the road when they played them last, too. They're trending great, and they were at home. The Bengals play grindhouse games, but and no T. Higgins. Like, they're throwing to strangers besides Chase, and Mixon still doesn't seem like he's fully back from that concussion, even though Perina has been okay. Like, 
I don't know. Something that's does still fine, feel fishy about it. But there's no it. way it should be a three and a half no. point spread. I would have like, said even it with all the things you said. Yeah, I would have said it at like six or seven. Yeah. And so it seems like there's a pretty big. Not that I'm like a professional odds maker, but still. Um, w- one more thing about I'm a professional this. odds loser. So you got me on the other side. <laughs> right? You are. You are indeed a pro's pro. Uh, what, what is it? What is this about? I haven't discussed this yet on the show. The reports that are out there that say that Tom Brady alters game plans for offense and the coaches don't find out about it until game day, that almost sounds fake. How have you guys been digesting that? Trying to figure out if it's real because it does sound fake. Uh, I mean, it's been pretty much denied by everybody on the box, but on the same hand, yeah, they're trying to win the division and and do something in the playoffs. They're not going to be like, yeah, we do our own thing. Um, I think big picture, the easier way to answer this is the players and coaches have not been on the same page. There's multiple examples of it, including that. But even if that's like not completely true or it's dramatized or whatever, there's other examples. Like even today, Byron Lefwich and Tom Brady both ask similar questions. They do their media availability back to back every Thursday or typically in a regular uh, NFL week for the Bucks. And like Byron's whole thing was, we're still in first place. There's other teams that would love to trade with our position. We think we can score 30 points a game. We haven't been, but we still feel confident that like that's like the type of offense we can be. Meanwhile, Brady's like, look, statistically, nothing looks good. We're not playing well. We just got to work better and try to get better every day. So like they're clearly not saying the same message. Hmm. And that usually to me is an indicator that they're not on the same page. And it's been like that all year. With those two, with Bowles, with some of the other players, you got Brady taking accountability and saying, we need to be better. You have Donovan Smith at the beginning of the week after a glaring holding call being asked about all the penalties he's taken, flat out saying, like, I'm not allowed to say anything about the officials. You're blaming the refs when we have video evidence of how egregious the call was. It was an easy one to make. It's The, the players aren't on the same page with the coaches or each other. And, and it's been like that most of the season, and that's why they're not winning football games. Well, the Magic play on Sunday. They're a winner. You should watch them. You'll be much happier for it. You can catch Zach and myself on the Fantasy Fix for the final Sunday of the season. For us, there will still be more Sundays. 10 to 11 a.m. I will see you then, my friend. Looking forward to it. Yeah, great, guys. Appreciate you. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Zach's like, why did I just spend the last 17 minutes of my life doing this? <laughs> NFL pick them next. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.